Hello. This is weekly pharma news review from PharmaVibe. I'm Billy. Happy to meet you on air. The virtual Expo Connect event of CPHI and PMEC China will be fully launched next week. Hope you guys have already got yourself on board to start the fantastic journey. Back to the pharma news review. One of the most hot topics this week is that the first highly selective PI3 kinase inhibitor in China, Linprolizib of YL Pharma, was approved for marketing. Multiple positive results have been released from several clinical trials, but GSK announced that the phase 3 superiority trial of its BCMA-ADC combined with pomalidomide in the treatment of relapsed or refractory multiple myeloma, did not meet its primary endpoint of progression-free survival. Other pharma news of this week worthy of attention covers topics on drug review, R&D, and business. Marketing application news from the CDE of the China National Medical Products Administration. On November 7, the NMPA official website revealed that the insulin aspart 30 injection of HEC had been approved for marketing. The insulin aspart 30 injection is premixed insulin with 30% soluble insulin aspart and 70% protamine insulin aspart. Up to now, the insulin aspart 30 of three Chinese pharmaceutical companies has been approved for marketing, including HEC, United Laboratories, and Gon and Lee Pharmaceuticals. On the 7th, the NMPA official website revealed that the linagliptin and metformin hydrochloride tablets of Kilu Pharmaceutical had been approved for marketing, following the first generic drug from HEC and being the second one in China. The first research of linagliptin and metformin hydrochloride tablets was jointly developed by Boringer Ingelheim and Eli Lilly for improving the blood glucose control of type 2 diabetic patients. The import was approved in China in March 2017, with the brand name Trigenta Duo. On the 9th, the NMPA official website revealed that the first-in-class drug, Linprolizib tablets of Shanghai Pharma had been conditionally approved for marketing. Linprolizib is for adult patients with recurrent or refractory follicular lymphoma who have received at least two kinds of systematic treatment in the past. Linprolizib is a phosphatidylinositol 3 kinases subtype selective inhibitor. On November 10, the NMPA official website revealed that the biosimilar drug of denosumab injection of bone biotech, a holding subsidiary of Luye Pharma, had been approved for marketing. It is used for postmenopausal women with osteoporosis and high fracture risk, and can significantly reduce the risk of vertebral, non-vertebral, and hip fractures. LIO6U6 is a recombinant anti-ronchal human monoclonal antibody injection. On the same day, the CDE official website revealed that, the marketing application of levofloxacin dexamethasone eye drops of ophthalmology had been submitted and processed. NTCO10 is a fixed compound formulation of half a percent levofloxacin and 0.1% dexamethasone. It is for the prevention and treatment of inflammation and infection related to cataract surgeries. Now let's look at the clinical trial application status revealed by the institution this week. On November 9, the CDE official website revealed that the Phase 1 clinical trial of JCXH211 injection, a first-in-class drug of Imorna, had been approved for the treatment of malignant solid tumors. JCXH211 is a new drug developed based on self-replicating mRNA and encoding human interleukin-12, which can express IL-12 in vivo for a long time and is potentially applicable to the treatment of solid tumors. On November 7, the CDE official website revealed that HLX-23 of Henlius had been applied for clinical treatment in China for the treatment of advanced solid tumors. HLX-23, a CD73 monoclonal antibody independently developed by Henlius, can specifically bind to CD73 on the surface of cancer cells, 
to inhibit CD73 nucleotidase and promote CD73 endocytosis, thus inhibiting tumor growth. On November 10, the CDE official website revealed that IBR854 cell injection of Embioray had been applied for clinical treatment in China. IBR854 is an innovative compound coupling product of 5T4 antibody and natural killer cells. The core structure is to covalently couple specific antibodies targeting tumor antigen 5T4 with allogeneic natural killer cells through a linker. Two drugs were given priority review by the NMPA. On November 9, the CDE official website revealed that, the marketing application of Zeresiver enteric capsules of ArcBio had been included in the proposed priority review, for the treatment of respiratory tract infection in children aged 2 years and under caused by the respiratory syncytial virus. Zeresiver is a kind of small molecule inhibitor of RSV fusion protein with a new structure. It can combine with the fusion protein of the virus to prevent the virus from invading human cells and diseases caused by infection. On November 10, the CDE official website revealed that the marketing application of ritlicitinib capsules of Pfizer had been included in the proposed priority review, for the treatment of alopecia areata in adolescents and adults aged 12 years old or above, and can receive the systematic treatment, including alopecia capitis totalis and alopecia universalis. Ritlicitinib is a JAK3-targeted oral inhibitor developed by Pfizer, which achieves the selective inhibition of Janus kinase isoenzymes through covalent interaction with JAK3-specific residue size 909. As for the breakthrough therapy, on November 9, the CDE official website revealed that, it had been proposed to include the recombinant human B lymphocyte stimulator receptor antibody fusion protein for injection, the first in class of Remagen in the breakthrough therapy designation, with the targeting indication of generalized myasthenia gravis. Myasthenia gravis, a rare chronic autoimmune disease, has been included in China's catalog of the first batch of rare diseases. News from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration On November 8, Regeneron announced that the new indication of its PD-1 inhibitor Libtio had been approved by the FDA for the first-line treatment of patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer without EGFR, ALK, or ROS1 abnormalities in combination with the platinum chemotherapy. Patients are diagnosed with metastatic or locally advanced tumors and cannot undergo surgical resection or radiotherapy and chemotherapy. This combination therapy can be applied regardless of the expression or histology of PDL1. On November 9, the FDA Pulmonary Allergy Drugs Advisory Committee voted against the marketing of Sabisbulin, an oral medicine of Veru for patients with severe COVID-19, since the statement that its clinical benefits are not greater than the risks. Sabisbulin, a new oral small molecule by Sindole tubulin inhibitor, has an anti-inflammatory effect and can prevent the cytokine storm caused by SARS-CoV-2 infection. On November 10, the FDA announced that the triple combination therapy of anti-CTLA-4 antibody trimelimumab of AstraZeneca, anti-PDL-1 monoclonal antibody dervalimab, and combination chemotherapy had been approved for marketing. It is for the treatment of adult patients with metastatic non-small cell lung cancer but without carrying epidermal growth factor receptor mutation or anaplastic lymphoma kinase fusion. In the R&D section of this week, positive or negative, multiple companies release the clinical trials data or provide updates on their clinical development programs. Innovant announced that the Phase 3 Credit 1 clinical results of its self-developed PCSK9 monoclonal antibody tofolosumab in Chinese patients with non-familial hypercholesterolemia, were presented at the American Heart Association Scientific Sessions 2022 as an e-poster. 
The results indicate that tofalosumab can remarkably and persistently reduce the level of low-density lipoprotein cholesterol in patients, and showed a favorable safety profile. The Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson, in collaboration with Idorcia, jointly announced that the positive results from the Phase 3 precision study, which found apricitantin, the jointly developed product of both parties, significantly reduced blood pressure and maintained the effect for up to 48 weeks when added to standardized combination background antihypertensive therapy, in patients with resistant hypertension. Apricitantin is an investigational, novel dual endothelin receptor antagonist. SciSpark announced positive interim results at the Phase 2A trial of SCI-110 in patients with Alzheimer's disease. In the interim analysis, the study met its primary endpoint of security, and also met its secondary endpoint of relieving the restlessness of patients. SCI-110, developed with the specific technological platform of SciSpark, contains dronabinol, the synthetic form of tetrahydrocannabinol approved by the FDA, and the unique cannabinoid palmitoyl ethanolamide. MISA announced interim clinical data from a Phase 1c clinical trial of its self-developed vaccine MVO-12968, which indicates that the vaccine was well-tolerated with no safety concerns and no serious adverse events. The severity of solicited adverse events is generally minor, and there is no difference from the placebo group in incidence. MVO-12968 is an adjuvant-free live attenuated vaccine candidate developed by MISA with its proprietary block synthetic biology platform. Ionis announced its achievement of the primary endpoint in the Phase 2 trial of treating immunoglobulin and nephropathy with antisense therapy Ionis FBLRX. As early as 2018, Roche entered into an agreement with Ionis to develop Ionis FBLRX for the treatment of complement-mediated diseases. Immunoglobulin and nephropathy is a progressive nephropathy, which is characterized by the accumulation of immunoglobulin A in kidneys. Novartis announced results from the Phase 2 open-label extension Orion 3 trial which showed that Lecvio provides effective low-density lipoprotein cholesterol reduction over a four-year period in patients with either atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, or atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease risk equivalent, and elevated low-density lipoprotein cholesterol despite maximally tolerated statin therapy. Lecvio is the first and only small interfering RNA therapy to lower low-density lipoprotein cholesterol and is administered with two doses a year. Amgen updated the Phase 1 data of the weight loss drug AMG-133 on American Heart Association Scientific Sessions 2022. After 85 days, patients given low doses of AMG-133 lost 7.19% of their body weight, while those given high doses lost 14.52% and those in the placebo group gained 1.49% on average. Amgen plans to promote the Phase 2 clinical trial of AMG-133 in early 2023. GSK announced that DREAM3, the Phase 3 open-label, randomized head-to-head superiority trial of Blenrep monotherapy versus pomalidomide in combination with low-dose dexamethasone, in patients with relapsed or refractory multiple myeloma, did not meet its primary endpoint of progression-free survival. Seastone Pharmaceuticals announced the Gemstone 303 study, in which sujmalimab injection in combination with chemotherapy, is used as a first-line treatment of unresectable locally advanced, or metastatic gastric adenocarcinoma and gastroesophageal junction adenocarcinoma with pdl one expression greater than or equal to 5%, met one of its primary endpoints, progression-free survival. The data indicate that the risk of disease progression or death is reduced by 34% with Sahemli in combination with the first-line treatment. Finally in the business section, 
several companies made moves on business development this week. Viatris announced that it intended to acquire Oyster Point Pharma and Fami Life Sciences as the foundation of its new ophthalmology franchise, with the total transaction value reaching 700 to 750 million US dollars. Oyster Point is a biopharmaceutical company focusing on eye diseases. Its Tyrevia, a highly selective cholinergic agonist, has been approved by the FDA for marketing in December 2021 to treat dry eye symptoms and eye diseases. G-Sing Pharmaceuticals has the rights and interests in Greater China. Jumpcan Pharmaceutical announced that, it had entered into an agreement with New Zora for strategic cooperation on product commercialization in the Chinese mainland. Jumpcan Pharmaceutical has introduced two innovative drugs, oral phosphodiesterase inhibitor and targeted digestive protease inhibitor. In accordance with the agreement, Jumpcan Pharmaceutical makes a one-off payment of 180 million Chinese yuan to New Zora, and the cumulative milestone payment reaches 32.125 million US dollars. Chimegan announced that it had entered into an agreement with BioRay for the authorization of BioRay to perform the preclinical development of Chimegan's tri-specific antibody CMG6A19 and the clinical registration, development, production, and commercialization in Greater China. CMG6A19 is a T-cell-mediated tri-specific antibody targeting solid tumors. Okay, now we've reached the end of the episode, but you can get more industry insights from China to the globe at pharmasources.com at any time. Next week, you could be networking with thousands of pharma professionals who share your interest in the Chinese market. You could also have access to hours of video content, featuring speeches from some of pharma's most respected and innovative voices. All you need to do is register for Virtual Expo Connect, our online event platform for CPHI and PMEC China. This is weekly news review of the pharmaceutical industry from PharmaVibe. I'm Billy. See you next time.